Previously on Into the Yonder Void, we told the Basidi elders where the children were hiding, and then we found out that Fenro was the one that had the barrier put up. We met her on the barrier wall, and I gave her one of the gems from the horn to amplify her magic. And it helped her create a gap in the wall to funnel in the gith to try and go along with me and Gil's plan. Uh, but it seems like there's a lot more of them than we thought. The D20 Syndicate presents Into the Yonder Void. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. Hi. there, kids. <laughs> do you want us to Home do it again? The Mushroom Village of Anoka. Welcome to the Happy Fun Time Arcade. <laughs> Did you? Welcome to the Underground. Would you like 50 cents for the touching machine? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know walking sticks? Honey, move away from that man. <laughs> Let me get my mace. It's like an actual mace. You fucking um. clown. <laughs> it's my job. I'm not a clown. My skin's just like this. <laughs> On account of being maced so much. <laughs> One time it was spray paint and I ate it. <laughs> it tasted worst birthday ever. Tasted amazing. Mm. <laughs> there you go. I, the I stopped it for Way you. In the car. <laughs> Let's go boating. <laughs> A weekly Dungeons and Dragons 5e actual play podcast. I am your host and DM Seth, and around the table we have our players. I'm Billy, and I play Nezra. I'm Tomas, I play Gildebrand, and I'm Lindsay, and I play Fee. And I'm Michaela, and I play Can. That's right. Each week we record for your listening pleasure. This is episode 42. Nobody can see me making these fingers, but I'm doing it anyway for my friends. We're vibing way hard. Episode 42 is the meaning of life. Season 2, episode 42. Thanks for all the fish. Got him from the fish park. <laughs> so long and thanks for pond. all the fish park. <laughs> it's so long and thanks for all the fish park. Now it's time for tonight's around the campfire question. Mm, yeah. Next up, campfire. <laughs> for tonight's around the campfire question. Can't fire? <laughs> Eat a can of campfire. <laughs> there is, there's only do or do not. Are you a campfire? Are you a campfire, buddy? <laughs> For tonight's around the campfire question, I want to know about that weird dream you had recently. Mm. <sighs> and I'm going to start with Nezra. Well. Lately, I've been having this same one. Every night, I wake up, and I'm back in the village, and I'm in my room, and it's all dark, and in the corner, there's just a disembodied smile taunting me from the shadows. 
Yikes. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Nezra. Um, Gil. This is kind of a dirty dream, but I have it almost every night. So I'm on the <laughs> ship and in my captain's chambers, I kind of set up the room like it's a bunch of pillows to keep it cozy and stuff. But in my dream, I'm not wearing pants and I'm sitting <laughs> on the cushions and I didn't wipe good enough. And I, oh, no, no. I got some of it on the cushion and the whole no. dream, I'm just trying to hide and sit on the cushion so no one knows. <laughs> Please pick a different dream. <laughs> Please, God, pick but a different dream. But it's literally the dream I have. I can't tell you a different You're one. You're a liar, Tomas. <laughs> That's the only thing that is coming to my head is the poop pillow. Pick a different dream. TM. Poop pillow TM. Uh, um, okay, same thing. I'm, I'm in <laughs> the captain's chambers, and I... Look over and I realize that I slept with my goblin friend, but I don't even like her like that. We're just bros. Her, uh, she has like a, a robot crab. That is also <laughs> there too in the dream. <laughs> I don't think they got a pill for robot crabs, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping the poop bill apart. <laughs> That's for the audience. <laughs> uh, it's for you guys fee. special deal Fuck. so I, I don't remember my dreams a whole lot but sometimes I do and one of the more uh, prominent ones I guess that were kind of recently is uh, I was just running and I don't remember why or where I was going but I just remember I was really like worried about something and um I was just passing by all this forestry and stuff like that. And um, and then all, all of a sudden I ran into T. He he opened his mouth and it ended up being this wide gaping doorway that just led into this darkness. And I just kind of ran in and it just ended. It was really short, but... I don't know. I keep coming back to that. Thank you. All right. And can. Oh, man. I had a really weird dream recently. So it started out normal. It was like a nice day. And Peach and I, we were going to go down to the beach to look for some seashells. And we're out there for a while and we're getting hungry. And Peach says, I brought something. And he pulls out bananas. <laughs> and Peach doesn't even like bananas. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that sounds super fucked up. Little did anyone know the bananas all died off in the war on Luta. <laughs> yeah, it was super weird. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Maybe they were fed to the face and, uh, you know... Stop talking about the face. It wasn't not my not Fee's dreams face. The other face, Nez's dream. Oh right, yeah, the yeah, smiling face. The bananas were okay. for that one. They are all connected. My God, they're connected. <laughs> Shit. Somehow, you're welcome, Seth. <laughs> you have a new plot line. <laughs> I can't yeah, wait for you doing to, my work for. I can't wait for you to wake up. Minded our dreams. Faces. 
<laughs> tree. If Lindsay were being directed by Michael Bay right now, it'd be spinning around. The camera would be spinning around her while she dramatically reveals how <laughs> yeah. it's all connected. <laughs> uh, all right, shall we get started? Maybe. <clears throat> when we last left off, you guys were thick in some business, and that business <clears throat> being battle. You guys had convinced, well, Nezra had convinced Thenra to, through the power of positive thinking and a magic gem, to uh, reinforce the wall and also um, bring down a section so that Gil and he could implement a, uh, a sort of bottleneck plan. And Fee and Can, you guys were still atop the the wall, the barrier, and you guys can see down, and you guys had done a little bit of uh, mischief, Can teaching uh, one Basidi how to throw heavy rocks very well, and Fee throwing essentially vials of fire down on some of these individuals. Uh, but when we left off, Gil had produced the spear that he acquired from the war chief, and in a move that will prove uh, very interesting, uh, announced himself to the gith, and they all immediately turned against him. And one gith in particular drew one of the planar astral horns to their lips, preparing to blow. I need everybody to roll initiative. Okay. <sighs> all right. Dirty 20. Holy shit, Gil. 18. Ooh, damn. Felius going soon after me. Oh, shit. It's a minus two for 16. It's 18. How about a 14 for Nez? I got a dirty 10. Oh, we're keeping it very even. Oh, you got a 10. It's because it's 42. Is that 42 added up together? No. No, I mean, the episode is 42. I was going to be impressed. No, we're done tying plots together. <laughs> it's, that Are was we? it. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, I forgot we were playing. <laughs> Little did she know. <laughs> Chapter one of the story. We are done with plot threads. <laughs> here come the mummies. <laughs> Fuck it, here come the mummies. <laughs> uh, I feel like we need to give context to that. Yeah, probably. So we drove to GaryCon recently, and there was just a sign that said, here come the mummies. Multiple times, too. Yeah. Like, that town really wanted us to know the mummies were coming. And then uh, that night, was it that night? Yeah. We ended up playing a game, and it was like a Egyptian, like ancient Egyptian kind of theme. And there were fucking mummies. And there were, there were fucking mummies. And Billy and I so. gave knowing looks at each other. <laughs> yes. Erasing any affection that was created that day on the trampoline between Seth and himself. <laughs> yeah. He knew at that moment to happen. there was only one for him. We'll always have the stars, Seth. <laughs> the what? The stars. <laughs> the what? We Probably. looked up at the stars after. Oh. How can you forget the stars? I thought you the meant what? like from, from bumping heads with each other on the trampoline because they were both jumping. More like bumping butts, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, let's get started. Um, all right, so 
We've got uh, our initiative order for you four is Gil, Fee, Can, and Nez. Does that sound right? Gil with a nat 20, Fee with an 18, Can with a 16, Nez with a 10. It was a dirty 20. Yeah. It was a dirty 10. Sorry. Dirty 20. Thank you. What was the total? 20. Stupid. Mine was a clean 18. But if it was a total, what would it be? 16. <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right. The fuck is math? So fortunately for you, Gil, you see all of this activity begin in front of you, and you're first to react. So I've been thinking about this for weeks on yeah. what I was gonna do. I don't like. Doing um. It. And yeah, after thinking about pressure. it long and hard, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna go over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna move and hide behind the wall. Oh man. That is my. Oh, you're legitimately running. Yes. <laughs> as soon as they they don't take the oh, bait, I man. fucking run away. Okay. <laughs> um. So you've got Shit. this. Is there anything else, Billy? You just left the map. No. There he is. Okay. So yeah, you run back through the portcullis, essentially, of this open area in the barrier, this giant wall, and you run and you hide behind it. I, is I'll, there anything else you'd like to do? Yes, I will actually ready in action. So if somebody does run through, I'm going to just poke them real good. Do you want to get a little bit closer then to the, like, maybe here? Well, I would still like to be out of sight, but... Yeah, you can you can still be out of sight, but All you'll... Right. Like, you'll still be within five. If, My gut's if not they... sticking out of the wall, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We'll, we'll say you're flat against it. Nice. All right. In that case, uh, it is now Fee's turn. What if Fee, you watched as Gil <laughs> approached, made a shout, and then ran away as the tide had turned. Um, actually, Fee, as a free action, if you'd like, you can give me a perception check. Okay. <clears throat> oh... Hmm, I don't perceive. Holy hell, that's bad. Yeah, that is bad. <laughs> what was it? Yeah. Like six. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you saw that and only that, and that probably baffled you a little bit. But go ahead with your turn. Would it be really lame to come right out the door with a BAM card? No. Okay. So I'll kind of, if, I mean, if this is all kosher... Um, you tell me what you'd like to do, and I'll tell you how how that works as implementation. So, fuel not a can, and then run along the the top of the wall towards the opening. And sh- as she leaps down to that opening, she'll transform into this very big, hopefully as big as wall, maybe, or just. Just big, as big as she can be. Um, and uh, basically, it's like a lion mixed with a dragon. Um, its mane is completely like full of embers that are just burning and, I don't know, spiraling like the sun does a little bit. Fucking whoa. Yeah. And then I'm hoping I can maybe do like a arms of Hadar kind of bite towards them. <laughs> are these are, are these things that you currently have access to. I have Fae Presence, I have Arms of Hadar, um, so it's kind of like combining them, just making it a bigger appearance. Okay. And I also don't have uh, uh, any open spell slots for Arms of Hadar, so the BM card would hopefully help me there. Yeah. That's fucking And what would you, what what are you hoping to accomplish? You're going to try to do what? So, um, Fae Presence, 
I guess I would kind of hope, I know that I couldn't frighten the main guy, but yeah. I would hopefully like to try to frighten them. And then if any do come forward, I'd like to do um, what Arms of Hadar does. So doesn't it restrain them and do damage? Yep. So it's tendrils of dark energy, which I'd imagine are just like fiery tendrils in this case. Like, Are they like part of like your a, mane? Like I imagine her like opening her mouth kind of like a dragon and then it being like, I don't know, these tendrils of fire just consuming them ideally and battering all creatures within 10 feet of me. Um, each creature in that area must make a strength saving throw. On a failed save, a target takes 2d6 necrotic damage and can't take reactions till its next turn. Okay, well, since you're using your BAM card, this will automatically succeed, and since it is a BAM card, and this is, I like the idea of this, we're gonna widen the range here. Yeah. So, Fee, you go, you nod at Can, you go racing across the edge of this barrier, leap down into the opening, and as you're falling, your form begins to flicker with fire, and it's almost like you ignite, like a, like a speeding comet hitting the ground. You slam into the dirt, fully formed as this giant dragon, lion, flaming creature. You grow to about 10 feet tall, and you just release this blood-curdling and you can see the gith around you shake as the flames lick out from your body at like tendrils, and they just start they just strike out in this wide radius, and you wipe out one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of the closest gith to you Shit. in this swirling tornadic tentacle <laughs> torpedo and, and s these things are done leaving only smoke fire and death in your wake Jesus Christ holy shit <laughs> I'll have what she's having trading <laughs> <laughs> so let me remove these guys real fast just fucking destroying this ecosystem hot dog hot dog hot dog hot dog <laughs> All right, yeah, you wipe out nine of these uh, guys, Fee, and the there is a visible tremor among some of the closest. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah, I probably can't move anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, we'll combine it all in one. You moved pretty far with that, yeah. so yeah. So please relinquish mentally your BAM card. Okay. So. The rest, no. the rest of you guys see this, and now there is this ten-foot-tall flaming lion dragon creature standing in front of this opening in the wall. Can you just watched as Fee nodded at you and then turned into a fucking eldritch horror <laughs> <laughs> and dropped down? It is now your turn. I will allow you, since you are also on top of the barrier, to have a free action of perception. Yeah, percept where I couldn't percept. I will percept <laughs> where no man has percepted before. Right in the spinach hole. <laughs> That'd kind of be sad if the perception was the like... The spinach elbow! Right. That is 20. Oh, nice. 20. There we go. Unclean. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. All right, so a dirty 20. Uh, so can, you actually get quite, despite all that, 
weirdly, that doesn't distract you nearly as much as it does most of the others. You are checking out the lay of the land. You can see that there is still, a, you know, at least two-thirds of the, of the gith that were there remaining. You look down below you, and you can see that directly below where you are, it looks like somebody began and stopped. Maybe they ran out of time. Maybe... Maybe they ran out of materials, but you see a like a thrusted up wall of protective spears as if someone was planning on kind of protecting the wall with at least some sort of pointy bits to, you know, maybe do something to tour a little bit. You can see that there are mushrooms and roots growing around the outside of the city. A, a path leads out and away into what eventually becomes like the swampy areas. And give me... Tell me high or low. High. I like the hamburger mushroom. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Sesame. Um, okay, so it is high. So you also, from the light of the three moons, you catch a vague glint in the distance. Maybe 100 feet, 150 feet away from you. I need an intelligence roll. Mmm. <laughs> it's gonna so suck shiny. if it was like oh like <laughs> I did that for no reason and there was actually like someone rounding them up trying to get them back or somebody's just launching a nuke down on Inoka well I mean eh. we had a good run yeah they're gonna nuke Inoka nuke Inoka so the plot connects again dirty 20 yeah dirty, another dirty 20 Jesus damn the oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was. I don't know why I did a saving throw on that. Can she keep it, Seth? <laughs> Are they the same bonus? <laughs> what, Seven. Wait. Aww. What was the what what roll? What was the roll? Sixteen. It was a sixteen. So I just add your yeah. um, your intelligence modifier. That would be yeah. seventeen. Okay. So seventeen. So yeah. yeah. Uh, can you recognize this glint because you've seen it several times in the last twenty four hours? That is Madrigal's craft ah. under the mantle of invisibility. Down the, down the ways, about 100, 100 to 150 feet, it's hard to judge the distance in the dark very well. But yeah, you definitely catch that glint. He's hovering high up, maybe 50 feet in the air, appears to be watching, appears that his mantle of invisibility has returned. Madrigal the Catterwall Craven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the, the fucking battlefield as I'm hiding behind the wall. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you see all of this can from your vantage point. What would you like to do? You've got you've got the guy with the rocks next to you. You've got Thenra concentrating on the wall. There are some other Basidi along the wall, and you've got all of these gith down below. Okay, I'm still next to that dude. Yep. I turn to him and quickly say, Stay focused. And <laughs> okay. he knows what I mean. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he, Don't he look confused. He definitely does. He 100% knows what you mean. Okay. So I am going to... I don't give a shit about those sticks that are down there. Yeah. I, I mean, they're just, directly below you. I, so. just, I just don't. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to turn around and I am going to wild shape. Okay. Yes. yes. Into a lion. Yeah. A lion? A lion. Okay. And I am going to... Uh, very quickly do that and then just kind of like pounce down the ladder. Oh, you're, you're going back? Okay. 
Well, yeah, because I'm going to go like down and then around. You you have a leap as a lion, so you could leap straight down. Yeah. Spears. You could. How tall is the... 25 feet. Okay. I mean, I have to do a little running jump. <laughs> well, actually, I don't know if you I... Have, you need... have 20-foot pounds, so... Yeah, I guess. I mean, okay. he's tell- um, giving it to you. I would yeah. Take I'll take shit. it. <laughs> do you have the map open? Yeah. You should be able to move your own character, too. Really? <laughs> Intense. I can move it if you don't want. Move it. Okay. Where would you like to land? <laughs> um. So around fee. How? That's, that's easy. Yeah. M- no, I'm asking a question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there was a comma. Uh, so around fee. Are the like how close are the are the other gith that are still alive? She has created a wide berth of just like these tendrils of flame that have now wiped out a huge area. So there's nobody near. Uh, the closest one is 5, 10, 15, 20, about 20 feet from Fee. Okay. Alright, so I'm going to pounce down. Okay. <clears throat> and I am going to... I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't technically have to use you your You know what? You know what? To da- jump down. You could just jump down. Fuck it. I am going to pounce, but I'm going to pounce towards that uh, git that's the clothes closest. Okay, so you're going to get a running leap and 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 leap over and pounce down on that gith? Yes. Okay, so off to the right, you get a running leap and then you wild shape and land on this gith. Mm-hmm. Tell me what pounce does for you. Okay, so if I'm going straight towards a creature and I hit with a claw attack on mm-hmm. the same turn, that target must succeed uh, on a DC 13 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. And if the target is prone, I can make one bite attack against it as a bonus action. Okay, so you're going to pounce on it. So what's the DC? 13 strength. 10, 10, 10. Or less. That is a natural one. Yay. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was, well, I guess I should have rolled my claw attack first. I'm sorry. I thought that was the pounce. I pounce with a claw attack. Okay, yeah. Okay, so let me do my claw attack. That's a natural 20. Oh, nice. fuck. I got a natural, yeah. a natural 20. Plus five to hit, so I think that's... Yeah, yeah no, you... Okay. So you're going to... Eviscerate. So you're going to do a bunch of fucking damage. Okay, so that one... That one is um, 1d6 plus three. So you're going to do... You're already going to do nine... So, yeah, roll a d6. Three. Okay. Now so I'm going to need a roll from the murder die yeah. real quick, Okay, please. so we're at 15. Um, and then, since you failed that strength saving throw, you're knocked prone. Yep. And then I'm going to bite you. Uh, you're not doing this to me. You're doing this to an enemy. Just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> bite him, Mika. the enemy. <laughs> 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 All right, and do you have to roll to attack for that bite? Yeah. Okay. Do I get advantage on it since you're prone? Does it prone say? Yes. No, it doesn't say. You will if no, they're, they're prone. Yeah, you will. Okay, yeah, yeah, you will. Damn. Okay, so 16 to hit. Okay. So that hits, yeah. but just barely. You So, can you come flying off this wall, fly out, land in lion form on this gith, knock him down, you hear like a... And then you bite him. 
What color is your mane? Pink. Oh, yeah. Like my skin. <laughs> oh. Okay. So damage for the bite is going to be 10 piercing damage. So that's that's going to be uh, 25 damage total. Show me what you got. Hell yeah. You want me to like hack this out? Tell me. <laughs> Describe it for the, <laughs> it for the charades. Okay, I was about to get charades up. it for the Twitch stream. <laughs> she opens right. curtains somehow and starts like <laughs> reciting. Go. So I turn into a lion and I pounce off the wall. I have this dude in my sights. So I leap onto him. I'm hitting him with the claw attack. It goes great. <laughs> he looks like he is in pain. Weak as hell. And then hit him with that bite. <laughs> I sink my teeth in deep, right into his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like right where the shoulder meets the neck. So in the jugular area? That like soft little area right there. The traps? That little that little nook? Yeah. And then show me what you got. How do you kill him? Yes. Just by biting into him? Yeah, I bite into him and he's like on the ground and I'm standing on top of him. And then I give him a little, like I shove off and I'm ready to... I'm ready to go. <laughs> okay, excellent. I don't Our, have time to waste on, on this shit. Powered by the sound of this guy gurgling on his own blood <laughs> as he sinks into the mud. So yeah, you, uh, Fee, you're probably the only one who saw that. Like a berry gr- gusher, his blood <laughs> just bursts into your mouth. Yeah, and so he just like shakes and slowly recedes into death. <laughs> and is that the end of your turn, Can? It is. All right. Fuck yes, big N- cats. Nezra, you see Loom shoot off to the side past you and Gil, and let's see how he does here. He climbs up the ladder to the top of the the barrier, and he has to stop right at the top, but he gets a lay of the land, and he can't do anything at the moment, but he you look you notice a determined look in his eye as he goes clambering up the ladder. Nez, it is your turn. Uh, I look over at Nez to wait to see if he turns into a big cat, too. Because <laughs> I clearly didn't get the cat memo. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm the dragon part. Oh, yeah. The there we lion go. Lion dragon. Part of it. You can... Part of it. You can be, like, the butt part, like in a horse, you know, when they get in the Back horse costume. Back to the dream. The Back yeah. to the dream. You, you have a tail, so it just makes sense. Yeah. Um... Did, Don't forget to bring your pillow. <laughs> did yeah, TM? <laughs> did Loom ever get uh, his spell that he was trying to get from somebody? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Did he use I it? I gave him a spell. Mm-hmm. He used it. Oh, balls. Wasted it. What a loser. <laughs> Wasted it. <laughs> um, question. Yeah. Has it been over an hour since our encounter uh, with the lesser? Planar dragon? It has, yes. All right, that tells me exactly what I'm going to do on my turn then. I, I'm i going to nod at Gil, and I'm going to start running out into the opening following Fee and Can. Okay. And I'm going to cast Armor of Agathis on myself as I do. Okay, how far out are you going to go? As far as I can. Okay, so what's your speed, 30 feet? Yes, sir. Or, okay, yeah, so... 5, 10, 15, 20. You'll have to kind of go around Fee. You can just barely, like, wedge <laughs> through the gap excuse that me. she's blocking. Excuse me? 25. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. Oh, oh. 30. Oh. So we'll put you right here. 
And then you cast Armor of Agathus? Yeah, kind of as I as I go along. So it's like the think of it as like the Iron Man suit where he's like so it's just like these crystal plates it. of ice kind of thing. Yeah, they just kind of sing for a second, but then it's almost like an iridescent sheen around my whole body. Nice. You catch it in the right light. Yeah. I like so now there's this like ice armor next to this flaming fucking lion. I like this picture. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> All right. And as you guys are like kind of all out there except for Gil, Nez and Fee, you are currently able to see that this guy right here, yeah. if you saw me move him. Yeah, we um, see him. Actually, we can. Tomas, do you want to put a, uh, a ring, doing that? ring around him? <laughs> what color um, would you prefer? Give, give me a red one because I think that'll stand out well. You see that gith off to your left is the one with the horn in his mouth and Shit. Farts. Blows one. And give me a perception check, Nez and Fee. Okay. Ooh, natural 20. So 23. All sorts of 20s this, this uh, session. <laughs> Fucking five. Okay, so Nez, <laughs> you're like, you you're it. distracted by the blowing <laughs> of this horn. Fee, though, you see one of the gems of the three light up on the side. Mm. Um, I'll... Can I tell Nez that quick? Uh, on your turn, you will be able to. Okay. <laughs> you are currently still in the, your your giant flaming sure. spectral beast form. Yeah. All right. Can. Nez is like, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you watch as one of the gith approaches you. And he's got a like this organic-looking sword in his hand, and he's going to swipe at you in your lion form. Okay. What a duck. Never mind. He yeah. misses. He looks nervous. He's just like you eviscerate one of his friends. It's like he feels like he has to do it, and he does this weak-ass slice at you. <laughs> oh, growl. <laughs> no, it was attacking Can. Oh, just kidding. I, I'm, yep, got confused. You're the giant. Another one comes to your feet. other side. I was looking at Flanking you. And this gives them advantage to attack you. Dang. That is a natural one, but let's see what happens here. <laughs> Man, I'm rolling the Get fucking it. terrible. Good. Is your, is your AC higher than 11? Yes. Okay. Uh, so it misses as well. These guys are just very lightly trying to attack you. Uh, Get them. Nez. Another oh, of these gith comes running up at you, and he's got a dagger in his hand, and he's going to go to swipe. Does a 13 hit you? Yes. All right. So he slices his dagger against your armor, and you watch it. Uh, it just kind of like, you know, rakes against it and weakens you a little bit, and it is going to do six slashing damage. Ah, shit. The rest of these close-up gith, up until you get to about the hills, so 5, 10, 15, 20, tw about 25 to 30 feet beyond, seem absolutely terrified to even come close to where Fee is at the moment. However, Excuse me, miss, Mr. Motherfucker. You have to take five cold damage, please. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, five cold damage on that guy. So he recoils as he strikes you, and... These, the closest gift to you all seem terrified of Fee in this moment. There's one 
perched up on a hill. That one right there. And that one, you guys can see, raises his hands, and from his palms, he fires magical energy. And hits the hamburger mushroom. (laughs) No! (laughs) And then it bounces back and gets him. (laughs) Okay, so you it fires this large moat of flame, a gout of flame from the hill right at you, Nez. It it targets you with this, and you watch as this flame speeds towards you. Fucking never mind. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it flies past you and is absorbed immediately by the flames still surrounding in this moment. Fee. This massive spell that give me Arcana as a free action, Nez. Alright. Oh my dear lord. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. You aren't 100% confident, but you're Decently confident that that was Firebolt that he used on you. What a dick. <laughs> he is a dick. <laughs> what a dick. Dick move guy. So, Are you a Firebolt yeah. me? Are you? <laughs> you? That one? Firebolt me? That's the one. All right. At the moment, we are back to the top of the order. So, Gil, it is your turn. <laughs> How high up is the wall? Get it, get 25 it, get feet. Uh, I'm going to climb up the wall. Um. Okay. And can I also do a uh, Percepti? You sure can. I'll give you as a free action for your first try. It's a 19. Okay. As a 19, uh, are you looking for anything in particular? Are you just trying to get the lay of the land? I'm trying to point out the unique looking ones uh, that look like they might be more important. Okay. Gotcha. So first what you see is Fee, flaming and furious, just barely perceivable on the other side through the flames, but you can still generally tell, is Nez, who appears to be entering combat with another gith. Beyond them, about 10, 15 feet away from them, you can see the gith that you saw earlier with the horn has blown at least once on this horn. You see Can is flanked on two sides by gith and appears to be fine at the moment with a dead gith like, kind of tangled in her paws beneath. Um, and then on a far hill, you see that a uh, there is a gith that just fired a, a, a potent spell towards Nez. And a little bit beyond that, you see two gith that are in Congress, like, communicating. They seem to be, like, whispering to each other as if they're planning. Mm. And you see another one perched on one of the, like, outer mushroom buildings, Far off to the left, this one appears to have a bow, Mm. uh, and the bow is drawn. And then you see something curious, if that wasn't curious enough. You see a Basidi rushing from the roots, far to the left, rushing towards the group, uh, the clustered gith that is uh, kind of assembled over there. And what was your perception total? 19. 19? You have dark vision? Mm-hmm. You're fairly confident that that is Ganoderm rushing <gasps> and holding a large axe. Thick. Who is the bow one aiming at? 
The bow one is aiming at what appears to be either Nez or Fee. It's hard to tell because Fee is a pretty large target. Uh, seeing the horn guy exactly where he is, I'm going to uh, focus my uh, bad eye on him, and it's going to glow, and it's going to like point like a focused beam of energy toward him, and I'm okay. going to pull out my bow and shoot him. Hopefully. Okay, go ahead and roll. I'm going to use my inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. 25. Okay, there we go. 25 definitely hits. You fire an arrow right at him. He just finished blowing that horn. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, So that's 11 regular damage and then 3 psychic. So he gets hit right in the shoulder by this arrow. He like kind of recoils, rips the horn away from himself, looks around with crazed eyes, and then you see him like hold his head as if something's bothering him. Uh, inside of his mind, he's still up, but that was a that was a nice little funk of a hit. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, that is all I can do this turn. Did okay. he drop the horn, or is he holding on to it? He's still holding on to it. Okay. All right, Fee, it is your turn. Your your form fades as you recede back into Fee. Yeah. Oh dang. Yeah. I. I that only that only lasts for it and around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Fae Presence does, yeah. Okay. But Bamcar. Bam I mean, nine people we, died. We extended. Yeah, we did. Nine lives. <laughs> Support <laughs> of another lion. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, I'm going to go ahead and... <laughs> I said they're really dopey. Well... I will go ahead and... Use Eldritch Blast, and I will go for the one that's okay. topmost by can, and then I will. So I'll do that one with one beam, and my other beam, I will go for the one with the horn and try to get his horn hand. That's really badass. Okay. So like, Fee is standing in front of the open gate hole, just shrunk back down, and with his arms stretched out, with arms wide open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one on either side. So go ahead and roll it to attack Fee. Okay. Remember, Please. you rolled twice. Yes. You declared the first one the one by That's camp. right, yeah. 17. That hits. Yay, and... Go ahead and roll the, the second one for attack first, anyway, just to see. Oh, 18. Okay, so you hit with both. So you yeah. are you firing from each hand, or how do you cast this? Yeah, I would say... So at first, she'll grab her necklace for a second, and then, yeah, she'll do, like, a weavy thing to get the power... As she inhales and then she'll exhale and just with both hands out. Okay. Like stretched either side. So, so. like when oh, right. Voldemort sucks in that glass or whatever. Maybe. Just, uh, just, yeah. That yeah. sounds about so go, right. Uh, <laughs> so go ahead and roll damage for me. Some people know what that reference is. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> a, That'd be there are dozens of us. Eight. Is that for one of the beams for the or first both? One? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. So go ahead and roll damage for the second one. Oh. Seven. <laughs> Eight and That's still seven. fairly good. Okay. Yeah. So right. you did about equal damage with both. So the, this scene, if anyone were watching from head on, so this there's one gith that's standing uh, about, you know, 35 feet away from you, Fee, straight ahead, and he's looking at you standing in front of this open portcullis in this giant wall as you stretch your arms out and fire dual Eldritch Blasts, one at, the, at one of the gith attacking at Fee, one that has the horn and fires out, uh, just watches this 
scene unfold in front of him, still a little terrified of you. Uh, your Eldritch Blast that hits Can's foe, it it obviously like connects, and he fuck, and <laughs> and uh, it hurts him. But you notice that the one that you hit that was holding the horn seems a lot more weakened even though you did less damage because they have an arrow sticking out of their shoulder. They start to sag a little bit and look a little scared. Pushes the arrow in farther. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else you'd like to do, Fee? Um, (laughs) I say do eat the horn. Oh, Nez, make sure to go for this guy with the horn. He doesn't seem like he has a whole lot left in him. I'm dodging the other gith that's attacking me right now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to stay right there? Yeah. Okay. All right, Can, it is your turn. Okay. So you're facing off against two enemies. But is one of them distracted by getting attacked? It's impossible to know at this moment. You did see them just get hit by an Eldritch Blast, though. Okay. Well, I'm going to focus on the other one. Okay. And I'm going to do... Um, how close is it? Five feet. Okay. I'm going to do a bite. Okay. You can do a bite attack. Get on. Do a bite attack. Fifteen. Fifteen hits. Oh yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll damage. Goodness. (laughs) Ah, bitch. Four piercing damage. Four is not bad. Okay, so yeah, you do four piercing damage. So you like, you clip him a little bit and he like reels back. Uh, Anything else you'd like to do? Let go. (laughs) (laughs) Let go with the bite. Okay. All right. Uh, Gil, you see Loom finally seems to have caught his breath or whatever the fuck he was doing in (laughs) that amount of time. (laughs) Steps to the edge of the barrier kind of looks back at you and like smiles. I've got one last thing I can do before I'm completely exhausted. And he pulls something out of his pocket. Looks like a long metal stick of some kind. And he tosses it over the edge. And weirdly, just like with the hammer, you even though this tiny little thing, he tosses it out. It looks like it's going so lightly. The minute it kind of reaches its its uh, like like apex of its flight, it drops down as if it's made of a thousand pounds, strikes into the earth, and you watch three reels appear above this. He looks at you, and I'll give you this opportunity, Gil. He says, feel can. Quickly. Can. All right. And can. I need you to tell me high or low. Mm. High. <laughs> that is a 19, so it is high. So can, Gil you can't see this right now, but Gil, you can. Fee, you can. Can, can't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> from the ground, you watch these reels just kind of like shimmer and shake and then kind of shatter and this stem that's sticking out of the ground whoosh, like almost seems like a mini explosion and an exact copy of Can's lion Ugh. appears yes. on the ground. Oh my god, pack attack. Yes. <laughs> Sick. Pack attack. And it then takes you two. then Gil you it does watch take it. Two. Yeah, I'll move it. Uh <laughs> you want to give this one like a red ring? 
That is so perfect. Oh, two there's, cans. Yeah, there's a can for each two one. Can. There's a can for each gift. <laughs> two cans, Sam. All I know. All right. Uh, then you watch Gil as Loom slumps. He looks completely exhausted. He rests like his arm on the front of the barrier and is just kind of like staring out over the edge. He, and he looks over at you and he's just like, that is all I have. Hopefully it's enough. Man, I wish I could just go to sleep right now. <laughs> he's still awake. <laughs> we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Nezra, it is your turn. You're currently being engaged. You're currently engaged uh, with this gith. <gasps> How are you going to get out of this one? Shotgun wedding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm engaged, but I'm not engaged to the gith I want to be engaged to. <laughs> Classic Julia Roberts movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the runaway bride soundtrack. <laughs> and you sang to me. <laughs> Twist and so, wipe out. <laughs> because he's in my way and I want to get him out of the picture so I can get engaged with this other gif <laughs> I'm going to cast Vortex Warp Ooh. on the gif in front of me Vortex, Vortex Warp, okay The fuck is yeah. that? Yeah. I, I just look at him and I kind of do like a hop back and I hold my hands out like I'm holding kind of like I'm holding a sphere but like it's uh Gears in the turn, each of them turn in opposite directions, and then I hold hold the sphere out and I uh, hold it vertically so that you know my hands are on the top and the bottom, and I turn each sphere, and he just kind of like impl- it looks like he implodes Sick. and disappears. Lost. Don't uh, do they have to do a constitution yeah. a constitution save? It- <laughs> Yeah, give me a con save. Be cool okay. if you didn't have to. <laughs> It'd be a lot cooler if you yeah. didn't. All right. What'd you get? That is a natural two, so he is 100% not going to save from that. Yes. Fuck yeah. And I am rolling like fucking garbage it's tonight. Awesome. And I love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Keep using whatever that mm-hmm. die is. That's my normal die. Those are my good ones. Yes, keep them forever. <laughs> Do you want to read the spell since we haven't yeah, used it on the show yep. yet? It's a Strixhaven spell, I think. Yeah, yeah. We were talk- Me and Tomas were talking about that. I was like, I've never heard of that. I'm taking that. Thank you. It says, you magically twist space around another creature you can see within range. The target can choose to fail. Or the target is teleported to an unoccupied space of your choice that you can see within range. The chosen space must be on a surface or in a liquid that can support the target without the target having to squeeze. So where are you moving this guy? All right, so I've got a range of 90 feet. Correct. So if you... Uh, let me get back to the map here, sorry. This gives me some Doctor Strange vibes, and I love it. Yeah, can you uh, have him up on top of the sesame seed bun <laughs> mushroom? <laughs> Okay, you got it. Boom. He is. You toss him 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 feet away and about 20 feet up. So, yeah, that's within range. Uh, Yeah, you toss him on top of this building with this vortex. Sweet. All right. And then I'm going to run at and try to tackle the guy with the horn. Gotcha. So you'll be able to attempt to tackle on your next turn. Excellent, William. I mean, Nezra. <laughs> All right. 
real can. These two gith are going to try to coordinate their attacks together to attack you at the same time, uh, since they have you flanked. Oh my goodness. Yes. This is just not a yeah. day for... <laughs> Neither of them hit with advantage. So nice. they're both, you're like moving around all lithe. They don't know how to fight a lion. They just, you haven't realized <laughs> it yet, but there's an identical lion right behind you <laughs> about uh, 20 feet away, 15 feet away. And they're like distracted. They're swiping and you're just easily moving out of the way. Very lithely, lionly. And yeah, you have successfully avoided being hit by either of those two jabronis. Uh, the <laughs> guy that has just been transported on top of the uh, mushroom building looks very confused, and he has his dagger out, and you guys, <laughs> anyone watching would see him, like, look down, look around, and then, like, put his dagger in his belt and start to slowly try to shimmy down the top of this mushroom <laughs> building. <laughs> and that's going to be his turn. <laughs> just very, uh, oh, oh. Man, oh. that looks like it'd be so yeah, he's just like, fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Little one foot coming out like <laughs> <laughs> squeaks. <laughs> Before you can arrive at the one with the horn, he looks uh, beaten to shit already, Nezra. But as you're rushing at him, he blows again. And another light goes up on the horn. The one on the far hill, the one who fired that magical attack, now that he sees that Fee is of a normal size, he is going to attempt again. That's fair. He raises his hands, and a large plume of fire (laughs) fires from his palms. And Fee, that is a 21. I'm assuming that hits. What did I tell you? Did you switch up dice? No, I didn't. I'm using the same ones. <laughs> I was rolling like shit before. Now it's just all 20s from here on out. Uh, what that? Can I can I use silvery barbs as a reaction? You may. Yes, go ahead. <gasps> okay, this has never been seen before on the podcast, I don't think, right? No. Or did you use it before? I don't think I did use it. All right, go ahead. You magically distract the triggering creature and turn its momentary uncertainty into encouragement for another creature. The triggering creature must re-roll the d20 and use the lower roll. You can then choose a different creature you can see within range. You can choose yourself. The chosen creature has advantage on the next attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. It makes within one minute. A creature can be empowered by only one use of the spell at a time. So I would like to give that to myself. Okay. Um, so you roll with so, disadvantage, Seth. Yep. But I was going to say, uh, describe how you use silvery barbs. Like, what does it look like when you cast silvery barbs to kind of r- make this person uncertain? Um, so, I mean, I would say I do want her to. Um, I don't know what I'd want her to say. But yeah. Uh, I'd have her say something and, like, kind of whisper something under her breath that. Maybe, I don't know, doesn't even sound like what she normally speaks. And then... Uh, so like a like a guttural, yeah. like maybe in a different language? Yeah, that's just like this low whisper. And then... What other languages do you speak? Common, Elvish, and Sylvan. 
Sylvan. So you could say something in Sylvan, possibly. Yeah. Sylvan rebarbs. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> Sylvan rebarbs. Yeah, I'll do that, and then God damn. Whatever creature I do that to has like these glowing, like fiery. Well, it'll look like kind of branches that have these different like barbs spiking around them, and then it kind of like lights up in a fire and then dissipates. So. Okay, so yeah, as he cast this fireball, you were just like, and it kind of travels across, and yeah, this like, like he gets this momentary, it's like a visual representation of his sudden insecurity in the moment. And that is an 11. Does an 11 hit you? Uh, no, 15. Okay, so yes, this fireball flies wide for the second time. More like fireball. And does not strike you. And so now you will have advantage on your next attack or save or uh, miscellaneous. Um, So yeah, this fireball fires wide and just (laughs) collapses against the the barrier. However, Mm. you now notice, Fee, that these, now that you're small, these guys do not seem so afraid of you anymore. Okay. And many of them begin moving toward you. (laughs) There are quite a few. In fact, you've got six that are moving directly toward you, and you see that there's another one far in the distance that moves forward as well. It's not nearly as close. (laughs) But he's (laughs) running. He's making his way. Uh, Yeah, he's trudging along. It's the Monty Python scene. Yeah, Lancelot. (laughs) Nezra, you see a Basidi come steamrolling in and swipe at a gith that's about 15, 20 feet away from you. As Ganoderm appears, uh, emerges from the darkness, swinging this hefty axe, and you just hear... And he is full of rage. Holy fuck, that's a natural 20. Uh, <laughs> which is weird because it bounced against the the uh, the runner, the table runner, and just like folded over on a natural 20. Okay, so he's going to hit this thing with his axe. So, so holy shit, he just cleaves through this him, fucking <laughs> gith, immediately murders him, like just... Fucking blindsides the shit out of this guy and yeah, <laughs> cleaves right through him and continues running. Nez, you just see oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, is he using cleave? Is Ganonderm a barbarian? He is not using cleave, but you get the sense that he might be some sort of barbarian. Hell yeah. But yeah, he, he cleaves in the literal sense, just slices right through him and continues running. Right on, right on. Uh, Gil, give me a perception check 14. 14. Okay. He said, crit. Gil, which way are you facing? Are you facing out towards the battle or? I'm looking at my own dick, Seth. So you're looking out at the battle? Yes. <laughs> the massacre that is your dick? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is going on down there? Okay, so Gil, you hear approaching footsteps, but you're not looking back in that direction in this turn. So you just hear like light approaching footsteps quickly from behind you and down on the ground. Then you guys see the lion that Loom fashioned together, I guess would be the appropriate term, race forward and beeline right for Can, standing next to Can <laughs> and facing off against one of these other gith. Loon's lion is going to flash forward and pounce 
on this gif. Now, don't forget yeah. there's advantage. Oh, there is advantage. For pack attack. Yeah. <laughs> pack attack. Oh, yeah. So you have advantage on attack rolls against a creature if at least one of the lion's allies is within five feet. So, yeah, basically flanking uh, rules. Uh, so the DC strength checks with 13. I rolled a L- an 11. So this creature does not save as it is pounced on. Ah, oh, fucking Christ. Fucking, fucking Christ. Fucking Christ. Fucking Christ. And pounces onto this creature and is now allowed a bite action. Oh, wait. Gotta roll the claw attack. So, Get 17 plus 5, so 22 to hit. Definitely hits. So that's a d6 plus 3. Slashing damage, that is a 6. Holy fuck, this lion rules. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, d6 plus 3, so that's 9 damage. And then the bite attack, plus 5 to hit. As a seven, as a twelve, that misses. So this lion pounces, claws this thing down, does a fucking as much damage as it can possibly do, raking its claws across this creature, pins it to the ground, tries to bite, but only finds the armor of the the gith. But can you now see that there is an identical lion to you next to you? And it seems like it's in my corner. Yeah, you definitely feel like you could do some pack tactics. Pack attacks, tactics, tactics. Pack attack, acting, pack attack, tactics. 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 Baby, baby. Um, <laughs> all right. So the landscape of the battlefield has changed a little bit. Gil, it is your turn. Uh, I'm gonna take a deep breath. I'm gonna focus on a horny guy. <laughs> okay. That is a 23 to hit. 23 to hit. All right, yes. Nez is tall, but you are taller at the moment, so you will not suffer a, a direct line of shot block. So go ahead and roll damage because you definitely hit him. Hell yeah. And he looks weak as fuck right now. Good. So 13 normal damage and then 6 psychic on top of it. Gil, show me what you got. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I close my good eye <laughs> and my yellow eye bulges a little bit and then like the pupil uh, contracts and it just focuses down the arrow and I let loose and it just goes right through his neck. Oh, nice. It goes right past <laughs> Nez's head and into the guy's neck. So Nezer, you would just see this arrow fly back into this guy's neck just as you had like started getting ready to lay the beat down on him and uh, he drops dead right in front of him. And you. if uh, Nezra turns around to look at where the arrow came from, I'm doing that Matthew McConaughey from the end of Tropic Thunder like, like that shot of him like, like doing the dance in the field. Wait, wasn't that Tom Cruise? No, it was Matthew McConaughey when he saved the helicopter from exploding because he, oh, he threw, okay. I the, thought you were about the dance he threw his Sorry. contract the suitcase. up yeah, yeah. <laughs> to stop the missile. Block the missile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he it is weird, yeah. Just like <laughs> white guy crumping. <Yeah. laughs> All right, Gil, anything else you'd like to do? I will actually use my bonus action okay. to cast Hex on Magic Guy on the hill. Okay, what's your range on Hex? Um, 90 feet. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, Hex, he's yeah. within range. So okay, what are you hexing? 
Uh, probably a strength, but it's mostly just to mark him to do more damage on him. Okay, gotcha. Not like intelligence or wisdom. No, I I just okay. I said strength, and I mean strength. All, all right, gotcha. Okay. Are these other Basidi uh, on the walls doing shit at all? Uh, it doesn't look like at the moment. I'm gonna at yell. The end of, <laughs> I'm gonna yell at the end of. Yes. I'm gonna yell at the one next to me, and I'm gonna be like, "Get this guy out of the battle!" And I'm gonna kick uh, Loom with my hoof. <laughs> He's he seems to be very carefully choosing a rock. So uh, that's it for the end. Of, that is the end of your turn. Yep. Okay. Excellent. Fee. There is a cluster of Gith storming toward you. Yeah. I'm gonna misty step up the wall if I can. With, is What's that your within range 30 feet? Step? Is it 30 feet? Uh, you would be... You could try it. It will require an acrobatics because you would be just too short, so you'd have to grab onto the edge. Okay. So I'll allow it, okay. but you have to move forward 5 feet and up 25 feet. Um, oh yeah, you could still run towards the wall. Is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then um, use your bonus action. Silvery Barbs gives me that I can do advantage on that check, right? I don't know. Uh, Attack let's see. roll Silver- ability check. Yep. yep. Think. Yep. You sure Fuck. could. Nice. Unless they roll another one. Okay. No. It's still not great. Uh, eleven. Eleven with your advantage. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So is. you yeah. go racing forward. You cast Missy Sep. The little. Uh, disappearing leaves thing and with an 11 fee you feel the tips of your fingers grab onto the edge of the barrier and that's where we're end your turn oh fuck <laughs> so I'm like hanging uh, from the ledge you don't know yet you're you're in suspended animation for the moment until you we get around to it okay um alright <laughs> can it is your turn okay so I have my my bro with me, mm-hmm. but I think they have a different turn than me, right? Correct, yes. Okay. All right, but they're still within five feet? Yep. You are doing pack tactics, so you'll get advantage on everything. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna do an attack. Okay. Pack attack. On the, on the guy to your direct north that you're both engaging that he's currently got pinned down? No, the other one. That, that's free. Okay, so yeah, with so that means pack tactics pack attack allows you if they're if your allies within five feet. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right, sorry. So yeah, so you're gonna attack the other guy. Sure am. Okay. Those were both great. <laughs> Which one was better? <laughs> the nineteen. <laughs> okay, so that is um, twenty four. Twenty four. You hit. Get him. Okay. Good. And are you so, clawing or biting? Oh, I'm biting. Get him. Bite that Rawr. punk bitch gif, bitch. Oh, no, I'm doing a bite. <laughs> All right, here we go. Come on. Give me something good. Damn or something. That is seven piercing damage. Seven piercing damage. So nice. you... I've already been nibbling on this guy. Yeah, you bite into him and can show me what you yeah. got. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Swiss cheese. So cheese I released that first time and I'm like, man, that wasn't a good bite. Barely got my teeth in. This time, I find a really good soft spot 
and I just sink right in. What's the soft spot? The neck. <laughs> so you're going right for the neck? Yes. So you bite into his neck and drag him to the ground with your, like, yanking jaw force and just throttle him? Yeah, and I have, like, my big lion paws, like... <laughs> Battering him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, yeah. And I do that cute cat thing yes. with their back paws where they're like, <laughs> 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 it Ribbons. doesn't do any damage, but it's cute. <laughs> okay. Loom's turn. I'm rolling in a, uh, a dexterity save. So that is a 15 and a strength check. <laughs> which is a seven. So, (laughs) Fee, as your fingertips are there, you watch as very quickly, with like the last of his effort, Loom grabs your wrists, attempting to pull you up, but he just cannot get there. <laughs> he is so exhausted, so worn out, that he, while you're not falling, he is not able to <laughs> boost you up to the top of the That's barrier. <laughs> Yeah. You're like pulling on his hand skin. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, Ugh. but you, gonna bruise. you aren't in danger of falling. So okay. there is that. All and right. that is the end of his turn because he's he can't really do anything else. And Nezra, tell me what you are going to do. Okay, so has he already dropped dead as I was running towards him? Yeah, he basically, as you get there, falls down from that arrow. I want to try... And as deftly as possible, as my rolls will presumably allow, I want to try and do like a rugby dive tackle at the horn. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. So go ahead and give me athletics. If you would like, you can substitute for acrobatics. I'll stick with it. Okay. That's a 17. Okay. Yeah. You do like a rugby tackle barrel into this fucking dead, this corpse, and wrestle the... Uh, horn out of his death grip. And I, I look at the the jewels or the gems on the side. How many are lit up now? Two of three. Okay. Sweet. Anything um, else you'd like to do? Can, is there anything else I can do? Uh, yeah, you've you've literally just run forward, so you have an action and do whatever you want. Didn't didn't okay. you learn how to disarm the horns? Yes. Uh, uh-huh. Nez specifically was the one who figured out what's inside of them, but it was a group effort. Not, w- not with me, no. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Gil. Nah, Gil was fucking nah. off. Yeah, I was fucking off. Nah. <laughs> nah. Um, okay. I'm going to ensure that I have it. You know, just, again, in rugby, kind of football, just taking it to the fucking <laughs> end zone. I'm going to run back to the opening. Okay. Gotcha. So you run back to the opening 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, right, right about here. Does that work? Perfect. Okay. Yep. I'm just, I'm just running to try and get back in there. All right. Excellent. So, um, you get right back into that portcullis and Nezer, you see a shape flash by you and you hear like the rush up the stairs and Gil, give me a... What's your pr- passive perception? Oh. I like the picture you're painting here. Are there stairs or is it a ladder? What the hell? Ladder. Come on. <laughs> you know it's a goddamn ladder. You're ruining my immersion. Uh, 19. <laughs> 19. Yeah, you, you like, luckily are turning your head slightly to the side as you hear this 
up the ladder and this flash of a human moves past you, grabs onto Fee's other wrist and yanks her up onto the top of the wall. And you look and you see the prince that was seemingly forgotten about, but he looks different now. His face is shaved mostly, but styled into a mustache. Uh, His hair, he's no longer wearing like his slouchy, like ratty peasant cap. He's got He's got nothing on on there. He's his hair is like tied up into kind of a top knot style. He's wearing these like quite fashionable pants and boots that look a little worn and strapped over his chest and shoulders are belts that are holding a a dented like silver shield on his back while he uh, like connected to his belts are those katars that you saw earlier and he flashes you a grin and then leaps over the side towards the battle. And the last thing you see or hear is Loom staring over the edge, looking back at you and confusedly saying, he's wearing my boots. And that's where we're going to end for the night. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Boot-stealing motherfucker. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of, I kind of got a man crush on this. I know, yeah. (laughs) Well, wait till you see the picture, Billy, because... (laughs) This is what he looks like now. Yeah, he sounds fancy now. Pantsy. Pantsy. Yeah, I'm into this. This should have been boot scoot and boogie. We're all just gonna stole his boots and then oh, he boogie down. <laughs> oh yeah. damn! This whole yeah. group is just gonna Holy fuck shit. this guy later. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Well, yep. Everyone's like, this fucking Hero Forge character can get it. (laughs) Is that a turtle shell on his back? No, it's a shield. Oh. Kind of looks like a giant clam, like the top half. Or the top of a mushroom, (laughs) which would be fair. God, that jawline. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. A petrified mushroom cap as a shield. Mm -hmm. Uh, God damn it. I wish I'd thought of that. His one (laughs) negative is that he climaxes like a turtle. (laughs) 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 All right. Now it's time for tonight's MVPC. The most valuable player character. I want you guys to tell me who deserves an additional 1D10 of DM inspiration. Now, for those of you listening, for those of you sitting around the table, Nez is one, Gil is two, Fee is three, and Can is four. On the count of three, I want you guys to hold up the number of fingers corresponding to the person you believe deserves to be the MVPC. Now I'll give you a moment to decide, and then we will vote. Man, we kind of like fucking Avengers mm-hmm, this shit. We really did. Yeah, there's a lot of cool shit. <clears throat> All right. One, two, three, vote. All right. We've got three votes for Fee and one vote for Can. Fee, why'd you vote for Can? Um, I loved the tactics going on. That was really cool. <laughs> I'm just the, I don't I love the idea of the big cat party going on. It was really fun. Plus, like, yeah, that's just a really good one since it knocks them prone. And just, I don't know, she was just kicking ass. Yeah, there are almost three lions on the battlefield yeah. at one time. Like I was like, okay, I know what Loom's thing does, <laughs> so this is going to <clears throat> his last ditch effort. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah, very cool. Uh, can why'd you vote for Fee? Uh, 
obviously for Sun Lion business, it took out a bunch of gith, which is cool. And I feel like that really like gave us a, a punch to our morale and motivation coming right out of the gate like that. It's a good move. Um, so off to a good start there. Let's set the tone. Um, but also, when I was flanked, Fee helped me out and did me a solid. Very nice. So very valuable to me. <laughs> uh, thank you, Can. Uh, Nezra, why'd you vote for Fee? Yeah, the Sun Lion thing was bonkers. Took out a bunch of guys. That was invaluable. And then kind of played as distraction to all the other ones while everybody else could kind of like pick them off and me and Gil kind of did our in tandem thing with the horn guy. But I don't think we would have been able to do any of that or pull any of that off had Fee not come in there fucking literally hot. Tank. Came in hot. <laughs> Came in hot. Tank flying down a mountain. <laughs> Look the fuck out. Tank flying down the mountain. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. And Gil, why'd you vote for Fee? Flying lions. Uh, I'm wondering if our group name will have some sort of lion theme now that all of that happened. Because we had wolves and wolves and lions. Yeah. That'd be cool. There's probably something in there with like pride or some shit that we can figure out. But, um. Pack attack. <laughs> that's, that's our slogan for sure. Um, Pack attack. Hit. <laughs> not just thinking about the BAM card scenario, I just think Fee is the most visually cool, like. Like picturing Fee actually on the battlefield. Uh, it reminded me of like Scarlet Witch coming out of the door uh, and just suddenly just fucking going ham on people. Um, it's just very visually cool in my head. Uh, the Eldritch Blast and then the Silvery Barbs coming in clutch just basically like, no. <laughs> uh, it just, just caused all this damage, created all this chaos, and then nothing harmed her. And it was just so badass. So Yeah, I liked I liked the yeah, the visual idea, at least in my head, of Fee leaping down, transforming, blasting these people, then following it up with the like outstretched dual eldritch blasts on either side in front of this gaping portcullis in like a black stone like pulsating red like cracks in it uh barrier silvery barbs and immediately turning around and misty stepping up grabbing onto the edge and then of course you know it would have been the the it's it's great because at that last second, not getting a perfect run yeah. and then being able to be yanked up, like doing all this badass, right? They'd be like, <laughs> and it's so nighttime you, too, you right? Pull the rug out from under me too, because I thought you were setting it up to where the sound that we heard up the wall was fee and you were going to give Gil a chance to pull fee up. Or something. So oh. when you came in with the prince, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's par for the course. Okay. He's trying to steal my thunder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's nighttime, well, too, he, right? <laughs> yes, it is nighttime. Which makes it all the more cool, because, like, like flaming sunlight at night, and then her yeah, Eldritch and... Blast is these glowing, like, vines and shit. So, yeah, just all this shit just lighting up is super tight. Basically, Fee is Thank the coolest. You. So, congratulations, Lindsay, for making the coolest. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so character. much. So, what do you do with <laughs> it is uh, with the Bam card? Isn't it just regular inspiration? 
Yes. Oh. Now it'll be, yeah, regular inspiration. So you have regular inspiration and then you have the D10. So don't Because forget. tonight's MVPC is Ophelia Raimadori. <laughs> Take your 1D10 and add it to that inspiration and then yeah. do it again. Bars. <laughs> Eldritch bass drop. Eldritch bars. <laughs> Eldritch bits. <laughs> That was dumb. I know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, that's it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. Thanks to all of you listeners. Tomas, what should they do? Leave us a god dang review. Uh, you can go to Apple Podcasts or any other place where you can leave reviews and ratings. Give us five stars and then leave us a review. So I have something goofy to say. Much appreciated. Yes. Billy, if they'd like to make us warlocks, what should they do? You're going to check out the Patreon page. You're going to go to patreon.com slash D20 underscore syndicate. You're going to check out the tiers. The top tier is going to get you stuff like you can get a swag bag with some cool stuff, usually a painted mini from Tomas and a bunch of other little cookies, some dice, all that stuff. And cookies. Maybe we'll make some cookies. cookies? You guys want some cookies? Citation new. Um, <laughs> citation. TM. Uh, and you'll have the chance to make an NPC with Seth, which I I think is the coolest part of that. That's Me what I would be doing. Too. Like, I might actually do that. I might become a patron <laughs> just so I can sidebar and make an NPC with you because I want to do There's got to be a bar. I'm going to become a patron so I can catfish you. <laughs> Like a really cool NPC. God, that's how we ended up in this situation. (laughs) (laughs) Billy, if you want to create an NPC, you just private message me, friend. You ain't got to spend money. I'm going to create a goldfish that farts health potions at us. No, you're not. (laughs) You are not doing that. Are you sure? That sounds great. I told you you're grounded. <laughs> yeah, you guys are the like health deficit group for sure. <laughs> um, uh, Lindsay, tell him about the Discord. Hey, do you do you like fun stuff? Yeah. Do you like free stuff? Yeah. Do you like free fun stuff? Yeah. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just kidding. Go to the Discord. The oh, link. you got it. Yeah, it's free and it's fun, and the link is in the yeah. description. And nice. <laughs> yeah, rhyming and uh, <laughs> bars. Um, yeah, there's bars. all sorts of you know stuff to talk about in there. We've got all sorts of different like subject threads. They're threads, right? channels subject channels and uh all sorts of different stuff so i mean if you want to talk about like how cute your dog is we've got a place for that you want to just share some memes got a place for that and the best part is it's all incredibly utterly free (laughs) free <laughs> it's fucking free. It seemed like you were losing steam at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, you, I was you, you started words. strong, could have stopped, just kept going. Yeah. Just like, no. what the fuck? I, are you? I feel like she Shakespearean yeah. landed it. <laughs> Take out she really sold it at the end. Came there. back. Hamlet, yeah. Cool. Just add a, my we hardly knew ye. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, there were there's no threads of the Discord, but if you do want threads, Michaela, tell them about our merch. Well, Segway. If you are interested in merch, it's real easy. Grab a device and dial up the internet. Go to tpublic.com. <laughs> slash forward slash backslash something. Anyway, get to T Public and look <laughs> up the D20 syndicate. There you will find t-shirts, uh, sweatshirts, tank tops, if you're feeling frisky, and mugs and masks and all kinds of little little gizmos and gadgets. <laughs> and you can rock some merch. Enjoy. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that is where you go. That is what you do. And that is it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. Once again, we love all of you listeners so very, very much. We, we always we want to just love give you, you little baby kisses all over you. Tomas is using his tongue and it's gross. Uh, <laughs> He's French. Le <laughs> Tomas. <laughs> Les Tomas. <laughs> Les Tomas do fromage. He's, <laughs> He's French. He's French. <laughs> You're at your wits end trying to explain to people that he's French. You just can't stand it anymore. People have been misunderstanding him for years. You're at a party. You've had a few drinks. Someone says, I didn't like that Tomas guy. <laughs> He's French. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cultural difference. Um, anyway, that's it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. See you next week. I am your host and DM Seth, and this is the D20 Syndicate Podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Au revoir. It's what happens when you're vitamin deficient. <laughs> oh, great. She's going to start blaming everything. Oh, I'm on. so weak and <laughs> typical liberal. I don't even have vitamins. <laughs> the man's keeping me down. The uh, vitamin. <laughs> the vitamin can. The vitamin can. Have you been eating your beans and stuff? <laughs> and spinach? Your jelly beans? Yeah, they said it doesn't even matter because my body, it showed that my body was intaking great amount of spinach. It just wasn't storing it. So. <laughs> What's it do with it? I don't know. Your spinach intake is great. You just can't retain it. How do they measure your spinach levels, Lindsay? Um, there's two In different parts of your blood, and I guess like one it kind of goes hands and <laughs> the inside and outside <laughs> the inside iron the blood bloods. part and the spinach part <laughs> they measure your white blood cells and your spinach it actually <laughs> is in your elbow and it's the shape of a spinach <laughs> and, and they just poke it and it just <laughs> beeps or it doesn't it goes, ah, so. beeps. <laughs>
Yeah, like a, a like one long beep is what you want, but a bunch of steady beeps is trouble zone for the spinach. Oh, you're in trouble. Poking someone's spinach sounds dirty. <laughs> oh, got me Gross. right in the spinach. So I mean, we were this poking date's spinach the other well, night, right? So why don't we go back to my place, grab a couple of dong bags, and maybe I can uh, poke your spinach. <laughs> Which hole is the spinach? No. The spinach neck. hole. Your neck. <laughs> your neck, you idiot. Ow, fuck. Oh, my bare fucking leg just got stuck to this chair. Oh. I ripped it off. That, that didn't sound like a thing that would require an ow at first. That is the real. My poor meaty thigh. Yeah. Oh, my skin touched furniture. That is the real sound of summer. Like, that is how you know. Well, it's not summer, but when it is summer, you're oh. like, wow, this is the summerest fucking thing. And you plop your booty on the leather seat, and then your legs are just. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, mm. and then you're like, "Did anyone hear that?" God's help you <laughs> if it's like leather that has the little like cuts in it. Like it's just a really old seat, oh, so yeah, you get the the pinchies or the scrapies. Oh yep. yeah, mm. fuck that. The pinchies uh. and the scrapies. <laughs> Tomas, you're like staring off like you like remember remembering a hot summer where there was no AC in my grandpa's van. <laughs> And he was like, here, sit where the light shines directly in the in the fucking van all day on the way to the fish park. <laughs> what, the fuck? <laughs> what sentence was that? <laughs> on the way to the fish park. They, they know what I'm saying. No. What's a fish park? <laughs> it's where you fish. I'm confused of what a fish park it's is. It's a park where there's that was like spots. an aquarium? No, you, I don't know if that was a story. I'm pretty sure Tomas just invented like avant-garde poetry. <laughs> like avant-garde slam poetry. It just fell Jesus out of me, Christ, too. what the fuck? <laughs> now, drop my cheese nicks in the pond at the fish park. <laughs> Crackers. There they are. Crackers. Here I am. <laughs> Oh, it always oh made sense Lord. to get cheese nips when you're going fishing because you don't care if you lose them. You know, that's what we would do. What the fuck? We, I care. Wait. Cheese its I would care. Cheese nips. Oh, no, what? cheese nips are better. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> this is just a no, false I thing am you're saying. Team nips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think water just cheese, came out of the nose. He's team zits. It's good. I can't wait until this episode comes out so everyone can vilify you for that. I don't, Do they even I don't sell like nips either. anymore? I, what's the difference between nips and... Nips and zits? Nips and zits. <laughs> it's, well, one is slightly better. Yeah. <sighs> yes. Gonna cut you open. I was just excited to, to have nips. snacks. <laughs> what are those thin cheeses that they came out with? What thin cheeses? Um, yeah, they're like really. Thin. I think they're cheese it thins, and they're made well, they with guacamole. Suck. They do suck. I was really pissed mm-hmm. because I thought they're gonna have like really mm-hmm. like a good snap to them. Mm. But they're and like, like really be frail. really crunchy. Was it just brittle yeah. and like fell apart? No, it was like mushy, mm. like uh. kind of like. Soggy? You bite into it and then it just immediately gets soggy and starts disintegrating you, in your mouth. I think you just had a wet box of zits, man. 
<laughs> no, I did it twice. I went years without eating Cheez Its or Cheese you, Nips, and then did you drop them in, in the, the water month, at the fish park? <laughs> Shit! Shit! My zits. A little bit. <laughs> and they're just floating. My zits and my nips. <laughs> there they go, floating away. Again. My zits, my nips. Yep. yep. <laughs> my something in my hips. <laughs> something in my hips. My spinach in my hips. There it is. You guys run the same way. <laughs> oh, who said it? Yeah. Huh? Mm. Who said it? You guys both said it, but oh. I, I feel like it was at the same time because his was slightly later than how I heard you. Yeah, we're we have that brown frequency we all share. We did a lot of bugles and Bowden. Like my my Bo- grandpa. Oh. Yeah. What did you think? I, I was like Bowden. Who's Bowden? <laughs> But yeah, President, President Bowden. I was saying it cool. Bowden. <laughs> Sounds like a Zelda <laughs> enemy. I'm confused about what Bowden is. Oh, like boating. Boating. Like my grandpa had an old Charles pontoon Bowden. that moved really slow. Oh, boating. Boating. But I said it cool. She said it like a fish park person. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> With a D. Bowden. It sounded like a guy's name. Bugles and boating. That's like, yeah, it flows good, right? One time I cartwheeled so long and so first, like so violently <laughs> that I puked. <laughs> like before I'm sorry, you finish, what? it's a long cartwheel. Yeah, and for why? You know, I just kept going. Oh, multiple I, you know, cartwheels from here to like Tripola. Gotcha. Were you still cartwheeling when you threw up, or did you stop first? Because I would I much stop. Oh man, no, I don't think I could have maintained. Can a you imagine the spray or like with the oh inertia when it stayed no, in your face, no. like because you're still like spinning? Just, I was just going so fast. It was like it was like one of those G force machines. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I like yeah, was going and going and going and going and going and going and going just like nonstop for probably like two to three minutes, and then I like got really steady, and I just. Immediately, like lurched over and puked a bunch, <laughs> and then I went back to cartwheel, and it was fine. Uh, why? <laughs> nice. Why were you cartwheeling for so? Okay, because I, because I like had a lot of energy to burn off. Yeah, Gotta shake fair. the old brain every now and then. <laughs> I used to love being like, <laughs> like, like spinning yes. and shook the shit out. Oh, of I love spinning. I used to love shaking my fucking shaking brain out of me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great, man. You had a trampoline too. Oh, yeah, I had a big one. Mm. We had the hey, little like exercise hey, kind. My cousin did, and I loved sticks, it. Pretending that they're fucking lightsabers and jump on this trampoline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fucking. I fun. was just gonna say, Me and Tomas became friends on that trampoline <laughs> and lovers <laughs> <laughs> and enemies. He and made me. A, he turned me into Your a woman that night. Earlier. Wasn't part of the choreographed fight scene like literally jumping off the trampoline like a force jump? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the idea was like we'd. I was. I didn't want anybody to know that. We would leap. We would leap into frame. There's no camera. We can't afford that. And instantly are starting the 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 fight scene. Yeah. Yeah. And then we invited Billy one time, and we were like, easy pickings. And then Billy turned on like fucking tornado mode. It was just like hitting us over and over with the stick. We're like, ah, stop it, stop it. He was literally up against the fence, just screaming and then fucking swinging everywhere. Uh, Don't corner Billy. He's feral, <laughs> listeners. He's like a fucking Wolverine. Yeah. There with a stick. There's rage in there. Whoa. 